0: Holly G with the Golf Insiders with Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. Bob, what'd you think about uh, Sunday's playoff and Colin Murakawa coming out on top against the veteran JT, Justin Thomas? Pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what's more surprising that, that Murakawa was able to make that putt on the first um, playoff hole or that JT wasn't able to close out a three-shot lead with three holes to play. You know, I mean, there's sort of, you know, it can happen. Uh, you know, I mean, he he made, uh, what, he made two bogeys and, and Morikawa made a birdie, uh, you know, but... Uh, it uh, that was a, a shock, and then after, after Thomas made that long birdie putt on the first playoff hole, I thought no way it didn't even I didn't even consider that Morikawa was going to make that putt. You know I thought JT had, JT had won, and yet he made it, and obviously managed to uh, uh, to get the win, and it was a great win for him, and and uh, obviously a big kind of a big disappointment for Justin. That was kind of one that he it fought
0: so hard to get back into and then let it get away. Yeah, he sure did. And, um, you know, there've been a few times where I would say that JT, you know, wasn't a given uh, to get it in the clubhouse, even with, you know, what would appear to be a comfortable lead. I don't know if three shots with three to go as a comfortable lead, you know, um, in the world of the PGA Tour and and this talent, but. Good for Colin for just digging in and and not giving up. He, you know, had a little bit of trouble there in the middle of the round. Uh JT had it in the beginning of the round. But um what a boost for this for this young player.
1: It was great, you know, and now he's got that kind of neat distinction where he's got he's got two wins before he's missed his second cut as a pro. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, you know, like, nobody does that except for one other guy. And, uh, uh, you know, you almost can't count him. But uh, it's amazing. You know, it's a great great start to his career, two wins. And, um, you know, he's he's, uh, he's setting himself up for some, for some great things.
0: So speaking of great things, we are now in uh, the second half of this doubleheader. Muirfield Village, and the memorial, which, uh, you know, I think has the reverence because it's Jack's place, Jack's tournaments, uh, just a step below a major, wouldn't you say? And um, certainly in terms of the eyes of the players, just like Arnie used to do here at Bay Hill. But, um, you know, we've got Tiger returning, and it's all about Tiger all the time right now.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny, uh, Jack. Before the World Golf Event came along, you know it was it was sort of the majors and the players, and then it was the Memorial and and Bay Hill, and you know and and Jack really really patterned his event. It's funny how he how he did it. His the the, the logo from Muirfield Village is. Is, the, is basically the claret jug and it's named after Muirfield in Scotland which was where he won his first open so you've got that aspect of it. but then everything about the tournament was sort of trying to run it like Augusta does the Masters you know like they have they have their own coat you know that the that the they have um, you know they have some traditions like that where they typically honor a past player and 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 you know the the event has elevated status now too just like the like the arnold palmer and the genesis which is tiger's event um and yeah the players have always treated it with reverence it's got a smaller field an invitational field usually uh it's he gets a good date you know like it's not played up against other big tournaments so yeah i don't think there's any question and you know tiger's held it in high high regard he's won it five times um I think it's a tough place for him to come back frankly you know the course is going to be ramped up a little bit and and, uh, the competition is keen you know these guys have been playing and practicing and and getting competitive again and and Tigers you know behind in that aspect
0: I have to say though I don't know um, your impressions but I thought Tiger looked absolutely great yesterday Um, you know the best I think we've seen him in quite a long time not only rested, but you know, good spirits, and um, you know, certainly given where his game was in February, and he and he actually shared in the press conference that as we might have assumed in Riviera and LA, the weather was cold, his back was stiff, and he didn't play well. And then we know in the match that he looked, you know, like he was swinging it beautifully, and you know, he's coming out to a place he really likes we know tiger you know it's all about being able to visualize a course and get you know good feeling good mojo uh, but the interesting thing is there'll be no fans bob and we know how much tiger loves the energy of the crowds
1: yeah that that's um it's going to be interesting to watch i agree with you he looked good he looks healthy um i think That the fact that it was, I think it's been seven weeks now since, or seven or eight weeks since the uh, match, um, he's, you know, it doesn't appear that he's lost anything from what I watched. And um, that's a great sign. And, And to your point about him being rested and healthy, I think he was really this time frame to give himself every opportunity to be ready to go and knowing that it could get busy. You know, knowing that, uh, uh, you know, he's got this week, he's got the PGA Championship for sure, the possibility of World Golf Event the week before, if he doesn't play that, maybe he plays more in the playoffs, you know, there's, you know, there's the possibility for like five events in like eight weeks, and I think that might be one of the reasons why he didn't want to overdo it, you know, he didn't want to, like, prolong this. And so uh, we'll see. You know, the, 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 the negative to that is, is if he doesn't come out firing and then he's got, like, not a whole lot of ammo to, to be ready for the first major. Uh, but to your point about spectators, I think, I think it helps and it hurts. I mean, obviously he feeds off the crowd, but I also think Tiger might enjoy actually playing, playing in a little bit of peace. Mm. And having less commo and having a little bit less commotion, and certainly, if he's in the hunt, it hurts his playing partners more than him. you know in fact it's a, it, I, I've argued with people about this. people who think a masters without fans just being able to watch on TV'll be okay. I'm like, the two thousand and nineteen masters isn't the same without the crowd their 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 reactions and their emotions to the bad shots that the other guys hit that 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 feeds you that that fuels him that. That makes them all the more nervous it's, it's a huge factor so um, I think it's uh, I think it's an interesting um, uh, dynamic now that we'll see how, how he how he operates in this in this fashion
0: um, any uh, update on um, the tours position and how they came to the conclusion to have no fans obviously with the uptake of cases it seemed like uh, the right thing to do
1: Yeah, it sounds like this was all the tour's decision it wasn't the tournament's decision that to me suggests the tournament wasn't happy about it Um, and they had plans to go forward Um, you know I think in retrospect 8,000 a day was was too ambitious you know it's just if they're all on one hole watching Tiger how are you going to manage that Right. You know, and in this climate, with what's going on, I think the tour sort of feels like they have gotten off to a really good start. The plan that they have in place has been working. The number of tests is uh, positive tests has been small, very small on a percentage basis. They've not had any huge outbreaks. They've identified the people that have had it. They've done their part, and I don't think they want to mess up a good thing. You know, and so, and clearly, we are at a point in time right now where things, you know, they just kind of went the other way, and and I think we need things to calm down again before we can be talking about letting spectators come to a come to a sporting events, even even a golf tournament that's played outside where you can distance. Um, you know, I, I, it was disappointing from the standpoint of everybody was sort of hoping. This is the blueprint for how to do it. And, you know, they went to great lengths to try to do it. And I feel for them because it's obviously like that's a big like revenue thing that they've put out to try to do it. Now they're not going to recoup it. And it's a shame. But, uh, but on the other hand, it's probably wise. And uh, as we know now, we're not, we're not going to have any spectators, you know, through the end of August. And frankly, you know, we need we need that amount of time for the situation nationally to to get better.
0: Well, can you only imagine, given that we're all on Tiger Watch now to break Sam Sneed's all time win record? And could you imagine that on Sunday at Mirfield? You know, not exactly like it was at the tour championship in Atlanta, but you know, that could be all 8,000 fans following Tiger.
1: Yeah, I just I just don't know how that would work. You know, how are you going to manage that? And then somebody's going to get upset. They're going to get mad. I mean, how do you, you know, is it first come, first serve? Or is it too crowded? I mean, you know, there's a big hill behind the 18th green at Nearfield Village. And you could probably space out some people there, uh, but not to the degree that it used to be. Uh, so, I mean, you know, the only place that can really, really get away with with telling the patrons what to do it would be Augusta. You know, they could have a system whereby they say, look, you know, I know you have a badge for all four days, but we're only going to let you come to two of the four days you tell us and if you don't like it, we'll buy, you know, we'll refund your money, you know? And my guess is, is that people would say, fine, we'll do it. You know, which, which two days can I go? Saturday, Sunday or Thursday, Friday? Um, or they could even dictate that, Hey, you know, on this day, you, you only can be on the front side only. I'm not sure exactly how that works in some holes, obviously, some of the holes on the front side are near holes on the back side, you know. But I mean, I, I, I guess I'm trying to say that they have the ability to tell people what to do, and they will listen and do it. Whereas anywhere else, it's hard. that's hard for the public, you know, paying public, to to go along with restrictions like that. So uh, they them unable to do it was unfortunate, and uh, now it looks like you know the earliest event that could have fans is the U.S. Open. Uh, which is late September.
0: Wow. Um, that's that's uh, hard hard to imagine in, in some ways. Well, it's a stacked field for this tournament, Bob, and some impressive stacked pairings as well for the first two days. We've got uh, Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, and Brooks Kepka teeing it up tomorrow afternoon. Phil Mickelson, Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, for those who maybe have forgotten, won the British Open last year, seems so long ago. Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Murakawa, Pat Cantley, Justin Thomas, Xander Shopley, and uh, Dustin Johnson. Oh my goodness. Um, You know, you've been to this course many times. Does it favor the long hitter? Good putter. What do, what should we be looking for?
1: Well, I don't think length ever hurts these days, but uh, you don't want to drive it in the rough. You know, it, the, the fairways are pretty generous at, at Mirrorfield Village, so that's that's a plus. But you can drive it through them. You have to be careful about that. There's there's a lot of curves. I mean, it's a it's a very solid golf course. I mean, I don't expect it to yield the same scores that it did last week i think it's going to be softened up a little the greens will be faster the rough won't be cut so it'll be deeper and they've really not played in deep rough this, i mean obviously last week it was higher than it's been. that's the highest the rough rough they've played in the comeback so you miss fairways now and you're going to pay for it uh the other side of it is it's hot the ball's flying far um you would think they've got to keep some water on the greens, so I wonder if that makes them softer. Although apparently they're going to redo these greens after the tournament, so maybe they're not worried about losing them. And so maybe they take it to the edge and let them get really firm. I saw where Deschambeau said today he was surprised how firm they were in the practice round today. So you know, you know, Jack doesn't want them shooting a million under there.
0: Yeah, no and, way.
1: Uh, so it, 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 even though the, you know it's usually like you know 15, 14, 13 under that wins, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not quite that low. And um, you know that, that they've taken some some steps to to ramp it up a little bit, especially from last week.
0: Yeah, I bet those greens are going to be lightning fast. Well, you almost went back to back in your picks with Justin Thomas. <laughs> I'd say it was worth a half a point. Uh, who are you picking for this Sunday?
1: Yeah, you know that was crazy that he he almost did pull that out. My instincts were right that I thought he'd have a lot of motion, a lot of motivation to play well.
0: So what does that I'm mean tempted, for this week? Are you gonna go back you know, to back?
1: I'm, I'm tempted to pick him again, but I just think that's unlikely. So, um, I think I'm gonna just I'm gonna go a little more under the radar, Xander Um But uh, uh, you know, I just he's kind of been you know not quite there but but close so uh, but man you know what a field i mean it's unreal how many great players are there uh it's gonna feel uh, like a major yeah it sure is and yep. we are
0: certainly um starving for one right and uh finally we're coming around the corner to the pga championship in a couple of weeks and it'll be great to talk to you and See what your experience is once you, once you get your feet on the ground out there. Bob, as always, we appreciate your time. Bob Herrick, ESPN.com. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks a lot.